0: Welcome to another episode of The Room Podcast, brought to you by NewEnglandMMA.org. Please follow, share, and enjoy the show, starting right now. Joining me in The Room Podcast to talk about his fight coming up this Friday night at CES 73 is Sam Watford, Super Saiyan. What's up, my man? How are you? First time on the show. I'm good. Pleasure having you
1: on, bro. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. <laughs> Appreciate the the shout out. I, I watch, you know, I, I'm tuned in. You know I'm tuned in. Um I also saw a clip of where you were, you pretty much gave me my respect after I fought uh Deion Rubio. Um because I took some time off, took about two years off due to a lot of personal shit and um also surgeries and stuff like that. So, like, a lot of people, maybe, like, some of the younger guys or people that I don't know that don't know me and that, that don't know how influential I was to the East Coast, MMA and in the sport and all of that, you you gave me my props. You gave me my respect. So, salute.
0: Well, it was a great fight, my man. I was actually at that fight. But to backtrack a little bit, buddy, you even took a a, a longer time off. The last time I saw you fight before the CES fight, was at Bellator against Cameron Lashinoff. And that, right. that was a great, great fight. Now that was in 2017. What happened? Right. What happened in that in that gap? Because you didn't come back until two, t- till 2021, um, I believe for that that tournament that Premier had.
1: Okay, exactly. Right. So between that t- I actually fought with the fully torn LCL. Two weeks prior to that fight, I had um I was wrestling and uh, in training, in training camp, I was feeling good. I was ready. I was in shape like I always am. And the guy he went for a throw, and I I kind of like braced on it, real lazy and lackadaisical, cause I got good balance. And my my knee just snapped and went the wrong way. And from there, that's sh- it. It was it was fucked up. It was fucked up for a while. Um, so I literally went into that fight with the fully torn LCL. So I had after that fight. Thank you, thank you for telling me, you know, it was a good fight and whatever. I felt like it was a good fight, too. Um, I lost by split decision. But you guys didn't see me till after that. Everything went downhill for me. Um, I had to wait for surgery. Uh, I wasn't working, a whole lot of shit. Like, I, I I went through a whole lot of bullshit, betrayals. You know, just the, the ups and downs of the game, the turmoils. Um, I lost a lot of stuff. I, I lost a lot of things. And then on top of that... I'm pretty outspoken, and I don't really, I don't really hold my tongue a lot of times, and that can be a problem in some situations because sometimes you gotta pick and choose your battles. But uh, it, it, you know, I, I had a lot of people just trying, trying to stop me from achieving my goals and getting to the game and making and stuff like that. But um, honestly, like, like, if if you were trying to do that to me straight up you couldn't because you would you would leave her so they have to do uh slimy and grimy tactics you know what i'm saying yeah so so yeah i'll um, make a long story short that happened and uh i had surgery i got back on my feet i'm not gonna lie i had i had some help you know i re i utilized resources within the community uh i had a i had a really good girl she she helped me out. I'm not going to lie. You know, she, she, she stuck by me. She helped me out. And, you know, Um, but just a whole lot of things. But to be honest with you from there, I was, I was like 27 years old. I turned pro at 24. I I had my first fight in Bellator at 24 years old against TJ Hepburn, uh, a well-known name at name at the time. This is 2015. You know what I'm saying when like MMA, Pro MMA in Connecticut like fighting in Connecticut it wasn't really it wasn't that big if you remember. Yeah. It wasn't and, that popular. and you you were 2 and 0 oh
0: for your your start of your pro career and they were two fights for bellator, correct?
1: Right. Right. Dean Hancock and um and uh TJ Hepburn, two reputable fighters, you know, two two Good names, all all high caliber guys. Like the thing with me is everybody knows. I don't really say no. I don't, I don't, I'll take a fight whether I'm in shape, I'm not in shape, whether I'm hurt, I'm not. But like, you know, like I'm I'm 32 now. I still feel good. I don't feel like old and stuff like that. I've had two surgeries. I had I had two surgeries about a year apart so after that first surgery i had to get another one because i tore my meniscus that one was like a lot easier to recover from but um the first one was like a lot more damaging because they had to repair it the second one was just arthroscopic debridement so they just had to clip it and clean it out um so you know like i i came back into it and like my determination bro like people was telling me oh You're not going to be the same. Oh, why are you still doing that for? Or like, like I even have relatives, bro. Family, like counting me out and all of that type of shit. And to be honest with you, like my, all that clout and that, that wave, which is what comes with the industry. That's what comes with what we do. Right. I don't have a lot of that anymore, but I have my inner circle. My support team is loyal and my, my resources are loyal. So, like, me being older, I got a kid now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, 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 I'm I doing what I got to do. Like, all of that, and I have people that really care about me and that really rock with me. I prefer that over that. I'm glad a lot of that that whole wave is done for. I don't give a fuck about that <laughs> shit. Yo, with all the crazy stuff going on in this world right now, all, like, the everything that I done been through in these past years... I don't give a fuck about none of that. Keep it keep it all the way G with you. I don't give a fuck about, like, who likes me, who don't like me, who rocking with me, who, who ain't rocking. Man, I don't give a fuck about none of that. However you feel towards me is, like, I, I probably feel the same way about you, your whole team. Like, that's why when I go and I fight these guys, especially if I win and, and, I, and I destroy them in front of all they people, they whole crew, they whole gang, they whole team, whatever you want to call autumn politics, that shit feels so good because they can't fight for you, homie. Exactly. You can't none of that, none of them people could fight for you when that bell rings. That's, that's when it's just you and me. Hey, is one thing, one
0: thing, my friend. Uh, not one thing. There's several things, but you have not taken an easy fight, your whole career. Pro- even even when you came back after after four years, you jumped into a tournament with Ali Zebi and Jacob Bone, uh, a bunch of other right. killers in there.
1: Right. And- <laughs>
0: Like right. what was that like what was the what was the decision to come back for a tournament kind of atmosphere instead of just getting a fight were you trying to get you know get back into the cage gradually when you came back for that tournament or was there a lot of money involved and you said hey I can I could get in there and tune some people up and win some cash
1: <laughs> So two things one I didn't give a fuck I hadn't fought in like 2 years and I was trying to fight I was trying to get a fight but it was real difficult it was real hard so i i did what i had to do you know what i'm saying i made the necessary sacrifices in order to put myself in a position to get the fight um and shout out to uh jason he he actually we talked and he got me on that card and um yeah so like i didn't i didn't i didn't give a fuck i didn't give a fuck about nothing a- at that time in my life i was just coming back and like not fighting in all them years and just like going through all the the bullshit in in life i i didn't give a fuck you know what i'm saying like yeah. i wanted to just knock somebody out and <laughs> and not have to look over my shoulder or possibly get in trouble for it and like and like and and, and do what i do cuz this is what i this is what i love to do this is what i'm good at and also it was good money involved i don't talk about money like that because money don't mean shit to me money is a resource bro like everybody has their own style of how like they want to move and, and utilize things and come into the game. I make moves in real life. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I like the The way how I live my life is just how I like to, to live. I just happen to be good at fighting. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Damn, like- <laughs> you're, you're
0: damn good at fighting. I was talking to my team at new England, MMA.org and we'll get to this fight coming up, but we're going to get to that last fight before we even hit this fight coming up. Uh, but right. they, you know, they were going down the list of guys you fought. They were talking about the Bellator guys you fought. Um, right. One of them is 8-4 uh, and four right now, or even a better record right now. Uh, Cameron Lashinoff, he's been to the uh, Ultimate USC. Fighter. He's fighting for a title next next right. month, man. And then you fought Ali Zebian, who was ranked basically second. And yeah, that Slice. guy, that guy is uh, twice in the tournament. And then you came back for CES, and you fought him. And it, he ended up getting a um, you know a unanimous decision. But I thought that fight was very very close uh, for you know as far as w- what was there. I mean, you guys were both grappling there. It must it wasn't much of a striking game, but it was a great great matchup there. As far mm-hmm. as as far as that fight, I mean. When you got that matchup for CES, was it because you guys had a split decision in the tournament that you go, hey, I want another shot at this guy?
1: Well, I mean, more than likely because, honestly, so that first fight, if if I'm looking at it from a business point, right, if I'm the promoter, if I'm one of these guys, it makes a lot of sense to do because um, our first fight, there was a little bit of bad blood afterwards because, you know, it was controversial on whether I whether or not I held his uh, held a knee bar. I caught him in the knee bar at the very end of the fight, and whether or not I had it, and whether or not I held it too long. I did hear it pop in my hands. Um, I knew he was a little bit hurt after it or whatnot. You know, I, I mean, I gotta go back and look at it. I don't I don't feel like I held it too long, and if I did, it wasn't on purpose. But I hadn't fought in years, so you know, my adrenaline was up, and like, you know, I just wanted to kill somebody. You know. <laughs> so like, I I don't, I'm not intentionally holding on to a knee bar on purpose. Like I'm intelligent enough and disciplined enough to, to let go. Um, so that was bad blood. He felt some type of way about it. His team felt some type of way about it. So we, 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 all right, let's run it back. So we ran it back at, um, uh, CES and, you know, it was a good opportunity because I had just, for Dion Rubio and was winning that fight up until the last round and I got caught in a guillotine, you know? So like some of the, the, like some of the fights that I have, um, my, 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 I, I like the fight. I don't really like to run around and, and point fight and just hold on to you or and stuff like that. I like the fight. So I, I got caught in that, uh, I got caught in that guillotine when, I shouldn't have, and I could have probably fought a smarter fight and would have won. But you know, I, I, I'm I'm getting back into it, so I want to get down. I, you know, it, it, and that can that can leave you open for things. Um, I'm a veteran though; I got experience. But now that I'm back in it, I'm. I just want to keep winning and keep proving myself. You know, like I, I'm 32, but I don't feel like it. I've had two surgeries. I don't feel like it. They told me I won't be able to compete. I want to be able to get in certain positions, but I can't. Um, you know, I changed a lot of things after uh surgery. I changed the way I I was eating. And to be honest with you, to be like uh completely transparent, I don't really talk about shit like this because I feel like it's it's regular life. And the only reason why like a spotlight might be shining on you is because you're 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 on a public platform, but this is shit that everybody goes through, or whatever. Everybody got advice. But when I was, when I was in Bellator and I was in my twenties and I was fighting them, I was destroying my body by drinking every single day and partying every weekend. So like, you know, I'm, I'm, I was in my twenties. Um, I just turned pro. So, and then I got all, all these people around me. Not all of them were bad, but, you know, some of them is just riding the wave. So yep. it is what it is. And um, so I changed a lot of that. I changed a lot of that. I eat pretty healthy now. Um, I try to get sleep. It's hard, but you know, uh I I, I changed a lot of like my workouts and stuff too, to not neglect certain muscle groups. Um, so yeah, I don't feel like a thirty-two year old man. I'm I'm ready to fight. The last dude I just fought, he was like. Twenty-five, I think. Yeah, Timmy, like Timmy Tyler, yeah. and
0: you put it yeah. on him, bro. That was back in March, <laughs> man. Uh, for uh, for Cage Wars. Now, now, that fight, my man. Um, he couldn't continue it. Well, the doctor stoppage, but you busted that kid up massive yeah. massive elbows in his guard my man um and you were actually saying something to him what were you saying to him were you telling him man were you telling him about how bad the gash was it was you were saying something to him while you were landing elbows on him
1: yeah i was talking to him because um the day before he was just he was being real ignorant <laughs> so like I, like we got into it the day before at the weigh-in because he wasn't trying to make weight and you know he's just being an undisciplined sack of shit and and he, you know he, he 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 got personal he talked shit so I talk shit too All right, cool we talking shit I can do either or like I can keep it professional and 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 not say nothing or I can talk shit um, you know because I feel like if I think like if you're gonna talk shit when the camera's off around all your boys in the locker room or at the gym and all of that, just do the same thing when the camera's on, you know what I'm saying? Like y- you call it being respectful. I call it, you know, like just y- being two faced, bro, like do the same shit. So he, he, he was talking shit. Cause I was trying to get him to make weight. And I felt like he got me riled up. He got me, he got, he, he pushed my buttons on that one. Like, so the next day, I was in his garden, um I'm smashing him with elbows. I was like, I'm like, yeah, what's up now, you little bitch? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wish they could mic that stuff up. I know they do it for the UFC <laughs> every so often, but we, we as we as fans and media want to know what's being said in that right. cage, my God.
1: <laughs> right, right. I mean, hey, like, bro, like, if you're going to, for the most part, I am a martial artist. I am a respectable guy. I mean, I'm not going to take no shit. I'm going to stand up for myself. I'm going to, I'm going to speak here and there, but I, I don't really do a whole lot unless you're doing it. So then it's like, okay, besides, bro, this is the fight game. Like we're here to fight you. You don't like me? Guess what, bro? I don't like you neither, like. Yeah, I don't like you either. We're not supposed to like each other. You know what I'm saying? There's fights where you have it like that, and then there's fights where like, we're 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 not talking. We're just gonna let our skills talk. Like with me and Dion, um, I saw that interview he did too. That was where I where you guys you were you know you were paying homage, and I I was like, all right, salute. But Dion, uh, he's a funny guy. <laughs> he's a funny guy. We did we didn't talk shit to each other. We just. We got down, man. Yeah, definitely. We, we we got down. We were trying to kill each other. Yeah, definitely. That was a great
0: fight. <laughs> hey, as far as
1: winning this fight, it was your
0: first win in some time. I mean, you had that win yeah. against Jacob Barney, but that was an exhibition. This was like right. a real, real win Saint and a, re- a real right. well, dominant one. You How'd you feel? Is, were you the hometown guy or was Timmy the hometown guy? I know you're from New York or what, we're from New York, New York but who was the hometown guy there?
1: So, so Timmy was pretty much the hometown guy. Like, you could tell uh, when he came out in the crowd and everything like that. And originally, yes, I was born in New York, but I was mostly raised in Bridgeport, Connecticut, um, and mostly raised in Connecticut. My mom moved us around a lot. Um, but he was the hometown guy, and that fight was in Philly. He's from uh, Jersey, I believe. in like, his city or whatever is, like, it's, it's like, I think, 20 minutes out from Philly, so he was training out there. They all knew him and stuff like that. Some of the guys knew me, too, from uh, Hensels. Some of the Hensels guys, the Henzel New York guys, they knew me as well. Um, and uh, so, yeah, some of the Hensels guys, they knew me as well. But, like, he was definitely a favorite. If you didn't know, like, the work I put in on my repertoire or none of that, you wouldn't really know me, but they knew me after the fight. Yeah, they, they, they what, loved it. They was, loved it. So that's what
0: happened when you won that fight. Uh, they, the whether they didn't like you in the beginning, they liked you after on that performance. What was that feeling? Yeah. Feeling when you oh, knew you it, took that fight?
1: It was cool, man. Honestly, I don't really let it get to me too much. I don't. I don't try. I don't try to let people gas me up that much and stuff like that because the fans usually they love you one day, then the next day they hate you or whatever. So I, it is what it is. I don't really focus on the crowd. One thing I will say is, is that when I came out, I didn't get booed. It was pretty neutral. It was like, all right, we're going to see what's going to happen. And so my energy was there, too, on top of it. Like, they played my song, and, and like, my energy was there. Like, I didn't... You could see it in the fight. I didn't back up. Like, it's, I was there. I was I was ready to fight. So it was like, all right, we're going to see what's going to happen. But it was cool. Um, the fans... You know they want to take pictures. Um, they they talk to me. I talk to them. It was Philly, so I, I'm in the hood. It was hood. <laughs> but to be honest with you, like I keep a, I try to keep a pretty clean cut image. But like if if you know, you know, like yeah. I'm not no stranger to the hood. So, so it wasn't nothing new to me, honestly. Well, you know, shout outs to Philadelphia.
0: Definitely, definitely. With this fight, man, coming up, this is going to be your third time fighting for CES, correct? Yeah. What yeah. What's the What's the the draw there? Um, they just get get you a good matchup. Um, the only the timeline was right. What, what What's the love with CES at this point? Because this is your third time fighting for them, in uh, what in in a year and a half or so?
1: Yeah. So I think um, honestly, I think that like even when... So, my thing is, like, even when I lose a fight or if I lose a fight, the people really don't give a shit because they know I'm an exciting fighter. I'm a good fighter, for one. And I sell tickets without even having to try. I literally fought Ali Zebion, and over 50 of my old students showed up for that fight. And a lot of them... I didn't sell tickets to, but they showed up. Like, it was a group of them. And we were all talking and, like, like... it was like, and I hadn't seen some of these guys in years, but they, they know I'm fighting. They show up usually, especially if. It's, if they know it's going to be a banger. So, um, you know, I'm an exciting fighter. On top of that, like sometimes some of these guys, I'll, I'll take a fight two days notice. Oh, this is something I did want to say. So I'm fighting Romano Medina. Yeah, he, after I fought Timmy, like I wasn't training. And I was probably like maybe three to four weeks out of camp. I wasn't in shape. He needed an opponent, and they they offered him to me. From from what I know is that they offered him to me. He turned it down. I would I I said yes off like they gave it to me. they they offered it to me. I said send a contract. So I said yeah. You know what I'm saying. So. He turned it down. I don't know why. I don't know what happened. But all I know is he turned it down. And I wasn't in shape. You know? Now, he turned the fight down. But
0: eventually, he said yes. Correct?
1: Yeah. yeah. So, so right. So, it, this card coming up. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he needed more time. Maybe uh, he was preparing for an opponent. But all oh, his guys be pulling out. His guys be pulling out. Or things be happening. He doesn't get a fight. So, like... I don't know. All I know is I said, yeah. And I'm, I said, yeah, again, like they, they know, they know, they know, like if I'm, if I want to fight, I'm going to fight. Like I usually don't care who the guy is like, you know, and that's a problem. That can be a problem business wise. Like if you're trying to, <laughs> you're trying to, you know, uh build, build yeah. up and stuff like that, but I like the fight, man. Well, um,
0: definitely you like the fight. Um, he's no, I mean, even though he's 1-0, he's had a, a tre- right. tremendous amateur career. Like you said, yeah. he, he's had a, a bunch of fights fall through um, in his amateur career, and I think in his pro career, to get it started. Um, you know, what do you know about him, as far as, I know he's part of, I think he's part of uh, Tyson uh, Chaudier's team. I don't know if yeah. he's still under that management, but what do you know about this kid other than he's 1-0 and, and what you've seen from maybe his last fight, which was a split decision in his pro career?
1: Right, right. I couldn't find that fight anywhere. You can find all my stuff everywhere. So um, what I do know about him is he he's fought he fought one of my teammates. He fought Eddie. Um, and Eddie took that fight. That was like his first fight ever. And Eddie did very well against him. Um, I saw he fought... Uh, The guy, Cedric, he seems like a pretty well-rounded fighter. He likes to grapple. He knows how to box and do Muay Thai and stuff like that. A lot of stuff that I like to do, too. Honestly, um, he's not a bad fighter. He's all right. You know what I'm saying? He's not a bad fighter. But to be honest with you, like, I want to... I'm going into this fight with bad intentions. Like, I want to make him regret even saying yeah to me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Like, you got the wrong guy. Like, you know, like, so I, I at this point I'm three and four, I believe, and I got a pretty extensive resume, pretty tough resume. He's one and oh, so like, looking at that from a, a business standpoint, that's like a come up for a guy that's uh one and oh, whatever. But if if I, I, I want to make you regret even thinking that, you know what I'm saying? So, like, my, my game plan is no secret, there's no like. I'm gonna sprawl and brawl. I'm gonna come forward and, and throw heavy hands and heavy feet. Well, um, you said you're three and
0: four. Out of them four losses, three of them f- losses are decisions. Um, so yeah. you know you, I mean you don't go down. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? You're you're yeah. either in the end a win or you're taking these people through a grueling, grueling three rounds or so, my friend. Um, right. Before we get back to that fight, you mentioned Eddie, Eddie George, correct? Yeah. Now you fight or train out of FAA. Uh, Nick Nick Newell, your head coach. Yeah. So, yeah. Eddie's fighting on the same card. Um, how is that? How does is it? How does that feel to fight on the same the same event as uh, one of your trainer partners, and being training lit. you know training full throttle with somebody that's actually, you know, getting ready for a fight the same time you are.
1: It's lit, man. Still sharp and still, it's lit.
0: Now that must right. be that must be a war in there. You guys are two. Um, Eddie's a lightweight, correct too. So you guys are two lightweights going at it in there,
1: right? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, we we uh we push each other, man. We have some some good uh some good sparring. Yeah, yeah, we push each other. <laughs> so as far and honestly, it, it, it makes I I believe in training and sparring with um, guys that can push you and and you can push them because that's how you get better. If you're not training with somebody who can, like, one day you, you're you getting the best of him, or he's getting the best of you, or and then you guys just keep going back and forth. If you're not training with people like that, then you're not getting any better.
0: Anyone else in there that's pushing you just as hard as Eddie? Who else are you, some of the guys that you're yeah. getting work with? Um, you know, some of your main training partners that are getting you ready for this fight.
1: Yeah, so... Um, my, my, uh, we got Eddie that pushes me. He's good to, to train with my boy, Justin, you know, we've been knowing each other for like years now. We've been training together for years and it's always been like that. He'll push me. I'll push him. Um, he, uh, a young up and coming guy. He's, um, uh, he's, a, a light, he's like a middleweight, I think, or a light heavyweight, uh, Q. He's good. He's good to train with. Um, he pushes me to a lot of good amateurs. Cully. He's uh he's he's up and coming too. He's in the lightweight division. He's he's getting better and he pushes me too. Um he surprises me a lot. Um uh kid out of New Haven. And um our, my boy Arslan, we've been having dog wars <laughs> since we started. We started together. Him Nick, when Nick when Nick is on the floor, man. <laughs> <laughs> that, that motherfucker, man. Nick. <laughs> Nick is different. Nick, uh, he pushes me. You know, he's he keeps it real with me too. Um, uh, I'm trying to think who else. Luke Mahan, uh, a lot of good amateurs, man. Um, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Charlie, you got Charlie. He's uh, he's got his gym, I think, in, in the port in Bridgeport. Um, he's uh he's he pushes me more Thai guy. Um. A lot, if I forgot anybody, that's it's all right. not on purpose. Now, now, do you, you, you guys know I take a lot of hits, man? <laughs> yeah. right? Do you do you cross train <laughs>
0: anywhere uh, at this moment, or is it all FAA?
1: It, it's mostly FAA, and I, I kind of do my own thing too. Like I do a lot of my own stuff, um, a lot of a lot of my own stuff. Um, but uh, I, I, I'm going to start cross training again once I like once I get more my 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 personal life like in order like a lot of my stuff is pretty good i'm I'm straight but i just got to keep getting my personal stuff in order i do a lot too like you know what i mean i i do a lot of behind the scene behind the scenes work and help people and stuff like that so like you know these things take take a little bit of time but and then i I do a lot of stuff on my own but um i'm gonna start cross training again i want to hit up them guys in long island uh uh where Castro Ryan Castro's out of um no limits kickboxing Schaefer and those guys I want to go over there they do I think they're pure kickboxing or MMA kickboxing I'm not sure but I want to go over there spar with them guys get down over there and um and I do I'm definitely gonna be moving around a lot um definitely gonna be moving around a lot pretty soon because the weather's breaking it's getting nicer well, it's dude. Getting beautiful out, yeah, folks. it is. Get outside.
0: <laughs> well, it, you're only thirty-two. You mentioned correct. Yeah. I mean, that's not old. I mean, you took some time nah. off to 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 you know get yourself back in order, get repaired and stuff. Uh, it right. seems that you're fighting pretty regularly now. Um, you know, you get this win here. You you're, you're five hundred. You got a couple of wins in a row, and you took out a pretty a pretty high prospect here and a, and a New England Cartel guy. Um, you know, what does a fight, yeah. what does a win like this do for you at CES? I would imagine it's going to be on Fight Pass. What does what a fight like yeah. this, a win like this, do to your career as far as moving forward?
1: Well, I I think um, I think it's good. You know, he's not uh like he he has more. I'd say right now at this moment, he probably has a little bit more momentum. I'm more like. Like more of the veteran guy. Like I, I my resume is probably uh, more extensive, but he's, 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 he's a, uh, he's got like a lot of clout behind him. So I think it would be good. But honestly, like, it, it, the way how I look at it is like, I gotta just keep going. Like if, like I beat this guy, I fight him, I beat him after this fight, like. I just got to keep fighting. I can't I can't just uh, relish on this one and think like you know like I look at some some of the guys like like Nick like I look at Nick. Nick's record is I I think it's like 18 and 2 or something like that. That's a lot of fights. Yeah. That's a lot of fights. He he's a guy and then Justin has a lot of fights and you know these are guys that like that I can name people that I don't know but I'm going to name people that like I do know um so like these are guys that that i see that are that are doing good for themselves in the industry and just period and i look at that and it's like they they're not satisfied they're not they didn't just go oh i got this win over this guy or oh i got that win and now that's it no i only got i look at it like i only got seven fights i need like 40 more fights (laughs)
0: Well, you keep going this way, my guy. Uh you're gonna get to that uh that level. You know, a couple of more questions, my man, before I like you, you sure. know, let you give all your shout outs and anything you want to throw out there. I mean, what do we expect to see from you on Friday night, man? We're only uh you know, two two days away from weigh-ins, uh three days away from fight night. What do we expect to see from you at CES seventy three going against Romano Medina? Pressure.
1: Pressure. Um, heavy hands, heavy feet, pressure, pressure.
0: <laughs> do you expect to finish this kid or it doesn't matter? A win is a win for you. What do you expect?
1: I want to, I want to Being realistically. I, I try to keep in mind that anything can happen in a fight because that allows for me to stay on my toes. And um, it allows for me to, Always be on point. I try not to get too cocky because in the past I've gotten like where I'm like, oh, I don't care about what he can do. And like, like, you know, I don't respect nothing the guy can do. And sometimes that can be a downfall. So like uh, Mike Tyson used to say, like he, he tries, he tries to purposely put fear, get a little bit of fear, not paralyzing fear, but a little bit like on edge because it keeps you. It keeps you on your toes. So, like, you know, anything can happen in a fight. But I, I don't see it. I see myself ending with my hand raised.
0: Excellent, you my know? man
1: like whether whether it be uh, a knockout, a TKO. That's what I'm going for. Yeah, like I'm not hiding my game plan. I'm going for a knockout. Yeah, I want a knockout.
0: Well, with that said, uh, you come out of this fight with your hand raised, uh, basically no injuries. How quick are you looking to get back in there? There's a ton of cards, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, in, yeah. going into the year uh, since you've been gone, there's other regional promotions that are taken off and have developed. How busy are you looking to stay in 2023 for the second half of the year?
1: You jump right back into it. Jump right back into it. To be honest with you, though, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it real with you. I, I'd rather like short notice fights. I don't like. I don't mind training. Every single day, but I don't like having to be in the gym, especially in the summertime. I don't like having to be in the gym every single day and all of that. For this camp, I, I was. I did what I was supposed to do. But I, I want to take short notice fights and enjoy life a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Um, do a little bit of traveling. Um, you know what I'm saying? Hit the beach. There's nothing see wrong with bikinis, that. See some bikinis, man. <laughs> get a nice cigar. And like you know, and 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 finally get to breathe, man. Get to breathe. Excellent, my man. <laughs> well,
0: you're you're a you're a priority for some promotions, my man. You go in there and you put it all on the line. Um, I want to get I, right back. Yeah, so you like you, I, if, you, you if, fight. If, be- if
1: I'm out of the out of the country, or if I'm out of the state, and like they're like, yo, this person got injured. I want to fight. Like I want to fight. They know that though. Yeah, I want to fight.
0: Well, to me. as long as you're healthy, man, you're going to be, you're going to keep getting them calls, man. So, uh, I'm glad to see it. I love fucking fighters that get in there and they just, uh, you know, bite down on their mouthpiece and, and, and they go to town. They scrap my man. And you got it, man. Talking to my guys and seeing you in the past and seeing who you fought and, uh, you know, seeing you fight live, man. Uh, there's, there's no quitting you, man. So, uh, congratulations mm-hmm. on, on the travel back and, uh, you know, not missing a beat, getting right back in there with Monsters.
1: appreciate
0: you Steve thank you man hey dude man hey I'm glad you reached out bro um man now you're in the Rolodex we'll definitely chat in in the future on whatever's going on with you my man you're a good you're a good guy man good guy to talk with and I'm sure there's a ton of stories and knowledge uh that we can uh get out of you in the future so uh we'll definitely keep in touch and we'll talk uh we'll talk soon after this fight my man
1: I bet I'm gonna stay locked in with you. All right, my man. Hey,
0: last thing, my friend. Anything you wanna say as far as thank you, shout outs, uh partners, uh, you know, uh social media other than Facebook, um, throw it out there, man. I'll let you get back to I know you're cutting weight, you're pretty close to you know uh weighing weight, so uh let it out there and I'll let you get back to uh burning some calories.
1: I bet. Um I just wanna shout out FAA. Uh nick thank you um justin eddie arslan my boy cully q um uh freaking uh lukeman um uh, the community like a lot of the people you know who you are i don't gotta shout you out and you probably don't want to get shouted out but the people that play behind the scenes within the community in my inner circle thank you appreciate y'all um uh, Henzel's, the work that I did over at Henzel's and and them gave me my brown belt. Um uh Jason, Tommy, Timmy, uh CES, and you know, all that God. I'm bugging. God, the <laughs> most high. Gotta give all praise to the most high. Um and you know, just everybody that that's been rooting for me, that's seen me at my ugliest, that that uh that rocks with me, man. I'm still going. You gotta kill me to get me to quit.
0: Excellent, man. So, and uh, looking at your past fights and who've you fought, man, you're exactly right. You're gonna kill you to make you quit, man. Uh, with that said, you have any other social media other than Facebook? I I don't know if you have an Instagram or or yeah,
1: I, I, I got IG. Um, I'm I'm not on it like that. I tried it. It was like none of my followers from Facebook went to it. So I just I'm mostly on Facebook. But uh, um, it's, it's the same. It's Sam Super Sam. And I know guys, like, I'm not that active on social media, but I only use It's not real life to me. I understand I got to use it more, but I, I only get on here when it's time to promote a fight. But you can follow me on Sam Super Sam. I'll see it at some point when I install the app again, probably. Um, IG and, yeah, all the same shit. Sam Super Sam Wofford. Yeah, I think it's the same thing. All right, yeah. my man.
0: We'll definitely look you up. Uh, I'll be clipping some of this out and throwing it on Instagram. So you better get that app back in your phone, my man. Yeah. <laughs> With that said, see you, man. Right. Hey, a pleasure talking to you, man. It's the first time we actually, uh, you know, spent some time together, man. I know I've seen you following us on social media and stuff like that, and it's great to see you active, man, my man. Um, and. I can't wait to see what's next after this fight. I actually can't wait to see this fight. I'll be doing a fight companion live here with a couple of guys. So we'll be calling your fight. We'll be having a couple of beers and uh, we'll be seeing you in there fucking, uh, you know, bring it to this kid, man. So, um, you know, congratulations on a great matchup and uh, getting back in there, my
1: man. Appreciate it, man. Drink one for me, even I though will. I don't drink no more. Take one for me. <laughs> I will, my man.
0: I'll have a couple for you. So with that said, right, bro, man. we'll definitely talk after, man. Uh, I'll I'll link up with you, and uh, we'll talk about this fight and what's next for you, all right? Yeah. You have a good day, man.
1: You too, Steve. Take it easy, man. All right.